Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website to recoveryradiokmp3.com and to get the books go to sarcasticbigbook.com or just go to Amazon. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me. And I am glad for that. And I am so grateful. I have no desire to drink today. I do have my regular coffee here. Piping hot. French roast from Trader Joe's. Mixed with some Don Francisco's Hawaiian hazelnut. It is delicious. I love the steps. I love the steps. I love them. I think they're incredible. I don't ever find the words to appropriately articulate how much I love the steps. When I first saw the steps, I couldn't really even read or comprehend any of it. And I really didn't care, frankly. When I say I first saw the steps, I don't mean when I was goofing off in AA for years, loitering, doing nothing talking about doing something. I mean, when I was backed into them by life, forced to actually look at them. I was so deflated. I was so defeated and lost when life backed me up against the steps, I didn't really care what they said. That's me. I didn't care. I was out of plans. I didn't have any asks at that point. It was not a buffet at all for me. Oh, I'll try this. I like this part. I don't like this. There, none of that existed for me. None of it. It was, I have no choice. And to me, so often, 
steps are talked about in a way that makes them sound like shit. It's step work. It's working the steps. I'm stuck on four. It's contrary action, meaning I don't really want to do it. I have to turn my will over, which sounds passive and sad. I have to make amends, but I don't want to. It's still about me. I'm supposedly on step nine, but I'm, I just don't want to. I'm just, I don't want to make them. still about me somehow I don't I'm unwilling to I'm stuck step 10 I call somebody and like work out with them how way off I am and kind of helps mean I could go on and on and on and but to me the steps usually don't sound good they sound grueling they sound laborious and confusing and you don't hear people say I don't know how I'm sober why I'm sober I don't know what's helping this doesn't sound good. Imagine if you brought your car into a mechanic and he was like, I don't know. What's wrong with your car? I was just trying. I don't know. It's running right now. I don't know what I did. I just did a bunch of stuff. I popped the hood and just fucked with a ton of stuff. And I don't know what's helping. But I think we're good, I guess. Does that sound good to you? But I love the steps. And I love the steps because of what they've done in my life and the lives of so many people I know. I love the steps. They work. I can only speak from my own experience, obviously, but the steps work so well for me in part because I don't have people in my life playing God, making the step work more complicated and fussy, adding unnecessary things to my process. That's why the steps work so well for me, because I'm surrounded by people who are not playing God. but who empower me to grow closer to and rely on God. When I did my third step, there was no bookwork. It was an internal thing. And my sponsor pointed that out to me. 
actually, when I did the first three steps, my sponsor explained to me, using my own words and reciting my own story that I had told him, how I had done steps one through three, where I had done them, what that meant. It was an internal thing. I did admit to my innermost self that I was an alcoholic. That I was unable to permanently resist alcohol with willpower. I admitted that to myself, to my innermost self. And I was open to there being a higher power. And whatever that might be, I did surrender to that. And when I did an inventory, I did an inventory quickly. And I did my best. I didn't try and perfect it. It was explained to me that it was not important to understand all the nuances of it nearly as it was important to do it. Hopefully you're not just passing through here. You're not just stopping by. This is going to be a lifelong practice. But you got to get unblocked right now. From the sunlight of the spirit or you're going to drink again. So I did it quickly. And while I was doing it, I had some real epiphanies and some real, my spirit woke up. If you want to call it a spiritual awakening, that's fine. But my spirit woke up. I realized I saw more of other people's sides than I ever had in my life. I was aware of the fact that people existed independent of me and they weren't just extensions of my needs and they had hurts and fears and doubts and insecurities and I felt compassion and it was beautiful. And then when I did my fifth step, changed my life. After my fifth step, after I shared things I was going to take to my grave, I felt equal to people. I didn't feel less than. And I didn't feel better than. I had started to have an experience. It was so profound. And it flickered. And it continues to flicker. None of us could maintain perfect adherence to these principles. But it changed me. Profoundly. And I started to gain interest in my fellows. And I started to lose interest in selfish things. And I went, went out and made a lot of amends. And it was nerve-wracking and uncomfortable. And But I did it. And I wasn't about to not do it. I was driven by this experience I was having with the steps to go start to try to live a life that was worth saving. 
It is not about you. Get out of self. Go make your amends. And I did. And that blew my mind. That changed me. Even further, my spirit woke up even more. Step four, you know, I start to practice trying to demonstrate God in real time towards people who were offending me or pissing me off or annoying me. I started to ask God to remove my fear as soon as I spotted it and direct my attention to what he would have me be. I started to subject each relation to this test. Is it selfish or not? I mean, this is, this is not something you finish. It's a puzzle to work on for the rest of your life. And I love it. It has changed me. I love it because I woke up today with a great sense of purpose. I live in this world. world's crazy. I could spend my whole life watering weeds and fighting with things and people. There's so much to fight with. But the steps have removed the desire in me to do anything other than try to cultivate a peaceful environment. The steps have annihilated my cynical heart that I used to have. How can I not love that? And when you gain interest in other people, you want to pass this on. You want to. It's not contrary action. Forever. I want to give a shout out to Mallory. I want to give a shout out to Richard. I want to give a shout out to Eric and Tony. I want to give a shout out to um, who am I going to give a shout out to I give a shout out to <laughs> cousin Dupree and a special shout out to Chelsea and to Dave and if anybody needs to hear it everything's okay Thank you for dropping your anchor here with me. It means a lot.
If this podcast is helping you, write me a letter. SarcasticBigBook at gmail.com. And tell people about it. And if anybody needs to hear it, everything is okay. doing a photo shoot today for a European magazine. And I'm just, I think I'm laying on a, what is it? Looking at the assignment today. I am on leaning up on a Davenport and I have like a cappuccino placed on the bureau next to me. And I'm wearing a terry cloth robe, and it says, I guess the tagline is, We can't all be this beautiful. And then it's for a product that will kind of help. Stupid. Anyways, I'm out of here. I don't know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you do the same. Bye.